I'm health coach Heather, and you are listening to episode 209, Free Range Parenting. You are listening to the Nourished Connections podcast, hosted by health coach Heather, master health coach and wellness educator specializing in family health. This show is about raising a strong, healthy, resilient family with confidence and courage in a confused world. So hang out with me each week to learn practical coaching tips, parenting advice, nutrition and exercise suggestions, and stress reducers to apply to your mental and physical well-being. All right. Happy Saturday, my friends. If you're listening to this on the day it airs, welcome. Welcome to the Nourished Connections podcast. I am your host, Heather Mitchell, and I'm here to help you strengthen your family connections, whether it's with your spouse, whether it's with your kids, how to create healthy, happy bonds and more harmony in the home. That is what I am here to do. So I've been really busy, as you know, Basically, you know, I'm working my job as a personal trainer over at the exercise coach, and I'm really loving that. Gets me some time to be away from the home and actually do something I'm really passionate about, which is exercise and helping people be more healthy in their lives. But also I've been coming home every day from work there and jumping right on my Instagram or Facebook page to coach you guys, to coach any questions that I see pop up in our groups about parenting, about marriage. And I'm giving you the best that I can with the experience I have on what I would do in that situation, but also help you see how you're creating the results in your life every single time and not the circumstance that's going on for you. So if you want to go check out my coaching and watch some of it, get familiar with it, go to my Instagram page at health coach. Heather is just look that up. You'll find me right there. And I have a Facebook group page called nourished connections. That's the name of this podcast. So go to either of those and watch my coaching. And if you feel like your family could use some coaching, some help creating deeper connections, Well, that's when you're going to message me and you're going to say, Heather, I think I'd like to learn more about coaching and having you as our life coach and family health coach. And that's when you and I will get on a phone call together and do a consultation call. It'll take about an hour and we'll just decide on that call if I would be a good fit for you to um, hire as your family's life coach and health coach. I would love to do that. So reach out to me or go to healthcoachheather.com. You can apply for that program. It's called Harmony at Home, and I've lowered the price on it significantly. So if you just want to jump on a call and learn more about that and pricing and what it is and how long it is, let's do that. Let's jump on a call together. I would love to go over all of that with you. But today, as promised, we are going to be talking about parenting again. Last week, we talked about the devouring mother and the tyrannical father and how that creates so much so much dysfunction and disharmony in the home. But today, we're going to talk about the opposite spectrum, which is called free-range parenting. Yes, free-range parenting. What is the definition of a free-range parent? Free-range parenting 
is an approach to parenting that encourages giving children greater independence and autonomy to explore and learn from the world around them. So it kind of sounds like the Montessori theory. If you ever, ever dove into Montessori or your kids were in a Montessori school, it's really about kids having more independence and exploring their world to figure out who they are, etc. It involves really just allowing children more freedom to play outdoors, make choices, and take risks with the belief that these experiences contribute to their overall development as a child. <clears throat> so free-range parenting contrasts with more structured and supervised parenting styles, and it's hard to just go from one to the other. And I really do want to help you find a balance there. But it emphasizes more trust in a child's ability to navigate the world and learn important life skills through unstructured play and real world experiences. Okay, so <clears throat> that's what it means to be a free range parent. What are some pitfalls? Because that all sounds beautiful, right? We want our kids to explore the world and have creativity and, and more freedom to do that. But what might be some of the pitfalls of being a free-range parent? It's got its merits, yes. But um, here's some common pitfalls. Lack of supervision. So one of the main criticisms is the potential lack of supervision, which can expose children to possibly unforeseen dangers without appropriate a guide without appropriate guidance children may face risks like accidents bullying or exposure to very unsafe environments uh, the term free range parenting it lacks a standardized definition leading to varying interpretations among parents so this is going to result in confusion, maybe some differing expectations about what constitutes appropriate levels of freedom and responsibility. So I do believe within the free range parenting model, there's different levels to this and we don't need to be confused, but I do believe <clears throat> we can find a healthy balance. And again, I will go over that with you. What about legal implications? Well, depending on your local laws and regulations, leaving children unsupervised for an extended period of time, that might lead to some legal consequences, possibly. And so this would be the other extreme of free-range parenting, where you just kind of leave your kids home alone a lot. Parents need to be aware of and comply with legal requirements to avoid any kind of legal issues there. So if you decide you're going to free-range parent, just know what the legalities are for um, unsupervised kids and leaving them alone and such, okay? So there are some safety concerns because allowing too much freedom without considering the safety of the environment, it's going to pose some risks. For instance, younger children may not be developmentally ready for certain levels of independence, and that could lead to potential accidents too. Of course, you got to expect judgments from others because that'll happen too. Because free-range parenting, it may face societal judgment or criticism. As some people, they perceive it as neglectful or irresponsible. So you're going to need to navigate 
whatever expectations others have of your parenting style. And just realize there's going to be inconsistency because that applies to free-range parenting. When co-parenting or interacting with other caregivers, there could be some inconsistency with how you deliver and do things. So just try to ensure a consistent approach, but it's going to be challenging when you're doing some free-range parenting because it's very, very flexible. And then we talk about the child's readiness. Every child is different. What works for one may not work for another. So pushing a child into independence before they are developmentally ready, that might lead for some kids to a lot of stress and anxiety. So you got to know your child. And some children do very well with more structure and boundaries. Communication challenges. So if not communicated effectively, the principles of free-range parenting it could lead to some misunderstandings between parents and caregivers and children. So you got to just be communicating all the time about what your expectations are so that everyone's on the same page of how you parent or how you might want someone to parent your child. Now there was a part in a movie. It was called, um, Tammy, tell me true. Do you remember Tammy? Tell me true with, uh, Doris day. One of my favorite movies. Um, there's a part in there where she's, um, she's a girl who grew up on the river and very simple lifestyle, reads the Bible, knows good from evil, just, you know, old school parenting styles too. But she ends up getting a babysitting job for this family who has three boys and the, the parents have taken um, they're psychologists and they're taking a stance of basically like ultimate free range parenting. So when she walks in the house, one of the kids is smoking. Another one is tying a little baby kitten to some balloons that hopes to send them up into the sky. And another one screams at the top of his lungs and the mom and dad's, ex- the mom and dad are calm and cool as can be. And they just, they just explain to the babysitter, which is Doris day that, Um, We're just letting our children explore who they are, basically, like letting them do whatever they want. And she just cannot believe this as a babysitter. So she um, really gets those kids in line and she's teaching them about the Bible during her babysitting time with them. And then when the parents get home, she has them off to bed and everything was good. And because she was really strict and really taught the kids right from wrong, during her babysitting time. And the mom just could not believe that the kids were in bed and quiet and well-behaved because uh, their parenting style was very, very free range. So um, that could be a thing when you, when you, when you see other parents just kind of letting their kids do whatever, just know they're taking, they're taking it to the extreme in that case. All right, some children may interpret freedom as a lack of parental interest or involvement. So it's essential to strike a balance between independence and maintaining a supportive and nurturing relationship. So you might feel you're a free-range parent because you do not want to be as involved with your kids from day to day, or you do, but you're scrolling your social media, being on your phone a lot, and you're not as involved. And so that's some unintended consequences that come with 
um, just letting kids do whatever they want. So you're probably doing some free range parenting if you're doing that. Okay. And that's not a bad thing. I'm just wanting you to notice here. And of course we talked about society's perception of free range parenting, how that impacts children and uh, how they are treated by others, including their teachers, neighbors, and parents. So that can influence a child's experience outside the home. So let me read you a story here about a family who's a free range parent. Okay. I'll read a couple of them to you. The Johnson family known in their neighborhood for embracing free range parenting. Tom and Lisa Johnson are parents to 10 year old Emma and eight year old Jake believe in fostering independence and responsibility in their children. One sunny Saturday morning, Emma expressed her interest in walking to the local park with her friends, a route that required crossing a few streets. Recognizing Emma's growing sense of responsibility, Tom and Lisa decided to allow her the freedom to make the journey independently. They had previously discussed pedestrian safety, traffic rules, and the importance of looking out for one another. With a backpack filled with snacks, a map, and a watch on her wrist, Emma set out on her adventure. Her parents watched from a distance, not hovering, but ready to step in if needed. Emma successfully navigated streets, joined her friends at the park, and returned home before dinner, beaming with pride. The Johnsons believed that this experience allowed Emma to develop decision-making skills, build confidence, and strengthen her sense of responsibility. All fundamental aspects of free-range parenting. They continued to provide gradual independence, adjusting their approach based on their children's readiness and the unique challenges and opportunities presented by each stage of development. Now, can any of you relate to that story? I remember when my son came to me and he was ready to like ride his scooter to Walmart have to cross a few busy streets and then be inside Walmart alone and shop or whatever, or look around. And I remember just praying that he would get there and back safe in safe in safety. But I knew that he really needed that responsibility to do that. He needed me to say yes and not no all the time. He needed that freedom to do that. And so this is really how I've chosen to parent is to Approach it from a cautious free range parenting style and just gradually giving my children more as I saw that they needed more, but within a container of what is too much. You have to be thinking, but also being willing to let go. And sometimes not knowing that balance is hard because let me give you a story here of maybe free range parenting gone wrong. Okay. In the quiet suburb of Maplewood, the Benson family was known for their commitment to free-range parenting. Mark and Sarah Benson believed in giving their 12-year-old son, Ethan, ample freedom to explore and learn on his own. One weekend, Ethan expressed interest in camping with a group of friends in a wooded area behind their neighborhood. The Bensons, supportive of fostering independence too, 
They allowed Ethan and his friends to embark on their camping adventure with basic supplies and a promise to return by the next afternoon. As evening fell, the group realized they had underestimated the challenges of the forest. What was intended as a simple camping trip turned into a minor ordeal. Unfamiliar with the terrain, they lost their way back home. Meanwhile, the Bensons, expecting Ethan's return, grew increasingly anxious as the hours passed. Eventually, the group was found by a concerned neighbor who had noticed their absence. Although everyone was safe, the incident prompted reflection for the Bensons about finding a balance between free-range parenting and ensuring their child's safety. It underscored the importance of thorough communication, setting clear boundaries, and understanding the limitations of free-range practices in certain situations. I would also like to just share with you how we find the balance between being a free-range parent and a helicopter parent, which is kind of like the devouring mother, okay? Because finding that balance between free-range parenting and helicopter parenting, it's going to involve considering the child's age, their developmental stage, and individual needs, as well as specific context of the situation. So here are some tips to strike a balance. You got to assess the situation. So first evaluate the specific circumstances and risks associated with each situation, because some situations they might call for more supervision while others allow for greater freedom. There's the gradual independence. So encourage independence gradually As the child grows older and develops more skills, start with small responsibilities and gradually increase them over time. Communication. Maintain open communication with your child. Discuss expectations, boundaries, and the reasons behind them. Encourage them to express their thoughts and concerns. Teach safety skills. Equip your child with essential safety skills. Teach them about potential dangers and how to handle various situations responsibly. Know your child. Understand your child's personality, temperament, and capabilities. Some children may thrive with more independence, while others may prefer more guidance. Encourage problem-solving. Allow your child to face and solve challenges on their own when appropriate, because this fosters problem-solving skills and resilience. Be present when needed. While encouraging independence, be available and present when your child needs support, guidance, and reassurance. This is going to help build trust. Set realistic expectations. So set age-appropriate and realistic expectations for your child's behavior and responsibilities. Adjust expectations as your child matures. Stay informed. Stay informed about your child's activities, friends, and surroundings without being overly intrusive. This allows you to offer guidance when necessary. Encourage play and exploration. Allow ample time for unstructured play and exploration, as these activities contribute to a child's overall development. 
So finding the right balance involves ongoing observation, flexibility, and responsiveness to your child's changing needs. It's about fostering independence while providing the necessary support and guidance for a child to navigate the world safely. Because we live in a day and age where it is not 100% safe out there. It's gotten a lot worse. And we want to be careful. But we also want to give our kid freedom and let go of the fear within ourselves. So that we can enjoy parenting and they can enjoy being a kid. There's a balance there. I remember in the beginning, I was homeschooling my kids. And we actually used a system of homeschooling called unschooling. Have you heard of unschooling? It's a very free range style where you just take it day by day, what you want to learn, what you want to do, go places, experience things, do activities, but we'd always go to the library and read books. And I would make my kids research the books on their own and go talk to the librarian by themselves and just get familiar with talking to grownups and asking questions. So I didn't do it all for them. So I was there supervising from afar but letting them have the experience of what it feels like to have more responsibility. And I think they really appreciated that. And they grew into some wonderful, wonderful kids. So if we were to compare the two styles of the devouring mother, tyrannical father, and this free range parenting style, doesn't it feel more Christ-like and loving to adopt a more free range parenting style? I just think if it comes down to us wanting to have deeper connection and relationships, we have to let go of the fear of parenting. We have to be willing to give a little more freedom to our children. And this is how we do it. This doesn't mean that we let our kids be annoying brats, like in the airport or in your church services. If your kid is screaming and loud, You don't keep them in the the big room with everybody. You hurry and take them out so that everybody can enjoy the meeting. Don't, if you're too free range, you just don't care, right? And you just let your kids scream and throw toys and run around. But we want to care. We want to be parents who do care about other people and their experience wherever we're at. You can't control when you're on an airplane if your baby starts crying, that's for sure. But there's so much you can control when you're able to get them out of a situation they're having a tantrum in, right? Let's make the experience for everybody a good one by not keeping them there screaming. So we don't want to be too free range. We want to respect other people's boundaries. We want to, we want to still continue to have some rules and guidelines, but gradually give them more freedom and supervise from afar. I think that's the best way to find the balance, you guys. But adopting more free-range styles will always bring a greater sense of joy and love. And when your child or your teen feels a little more freedom and trust from you, they start to give you what you're seeking from them. And I would just consider that. All right. Okay. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. If you have a child, 11 years old and up, who would like to have a mindset coach, a life coach, go over to healthcoachheather.com, learn more about nurturing connections or nurturing potential. It's called, sorry, nurturing potential, my program for kids. And it's a monthly life coaching program for them. We work on mindset. We work on goal setting. And of course, if you'd like your child to start 
building a business, growing a business, creating an, an, an idea for a business, sign them up for biz kids. That's another course I have one-on-one coaching a business coach for kids, which is awesome. I have a lot of fun with that. All right, you guys have a beautiful rest of your day. I'll see you over on Instagram at health coach Heather. Bye-bye. Hey, if you've ever wanted your child to work with me as their mindset coach, now is the time to do it. Your child can work with me by going to healthcoachheather.com and click on nurturing potential on the homepage. This could be their best year ever.